the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Take 10 comes to you every week, and it is a program in which we look at mental health and related issues that affect caregiving and all kinds of issues involving seniors. Our co-host, Carol Zerniel, on special assignment today, Dr. Jamie Heisman is here. Dr. Heisman is the Chief Compassion Officer, Project Omega for the Wellman Medical Management Group. He is, as Chief Compassion Officer, he brings that special brand of connective magic to the patient teleconnection platform. Dr. Heisman is a nationally known psychotherapist, an expert in the fields of caregiving, and also uh, dealing with issues involving uh, substance abuse. Tina Smith is here. She's Director of Caregiver Program Operations for the Wellman Charitable Foundation. Tina has a master's degree in social gerontology from the University of Central Missouri and a BS in psychology from the University of Missouri at Columbia. So Dr. Jamie, uh, one of the issues that comes up frequently when people begin to be caregivers is the whole question of boundaries. What do we mean by boundaries? Boy, that's a great question. And we couldn't really talk about this enough on Caregiver SOS because this is the anthem. I think the, the true common denominator of all of our challenges is a caregiver. In fact, boundaries are self-care. I mean, I literally think that boundaries are one of the most important parts of us to get through this marathon of caregiving uh, than the sprint. If we, listen, if you're a listener here trying to figure out what a boundary is, it's not in the new age section of, uh, of Barnes & Noble, like you think psychology is. A boundary may be an imaginary line. It really is. But it separates me from a person in front of us. So if you can separate, like, your physical space, right? You can put things, even your food on the plate or your furniture in a room, everything fits right. But us as human beings and uh, boundaries really allow us to show per people around us who we are, what values we have, that we're an individual person, that we can safely kind of keep our essence to ourselves on two feet and not have to kind of co-mingle or jello-like put ourselves with other people in that kind of codependent way. So boundaries are truly kind of that, that imaginary line, a property line, I guess you could envision it, Ron, that you see in neighborhoods. But instead of being a property line, it's a line that allows us to be contained in a safe vessel and then navigate ourselves with our carees, with our, our jobs, our bosses, friends, and partners. Well, could uh, uh, an easy definition be uh, the ability and willingness to say no? How's that? Boy, you have a way with words, Ron. You can truly default to an understanding level. So if you don't have boundaries, you do feel guilty when you say no. You really do. You feel like you're responsible for the other person because they may not have boundaries either. So when I say no, I feel guilty. But really, the best self-care in the world is to create this vessel that we call ourselves with boundaries, because 
it allows the other person in front of you literally feel safe. So if you're taking care of a loved one and, and they have a chronic terminal or acute illness, right? They're going to love the fact that you have boundaries because they're going to feel safe in them. That means they can talk, they can emote, they know you're going to feel safe in your energy. Um, and they also know that you can say no and hopefully they'll understand it and they can say no and not feel guilty. What would be some examples? Of boundaries, you mean? Yeah. Or of not saying no? Uh, both. Um, well, it's actually somebody that's encroaching in on your space, or <laughs> excuse me, a renting space in your mind, if you will. Boundaries uh, kind of create a separateness that allows you to have your own feelings, make your own decisions. So having a bad boundary would be depending upon others to tell you what to do, where to go, how to do it. And, and literally then turn into people pleasing, okay? Also boundaries in some mind are, are real, you know, creating expectations, if you will. So boundaries um, for, let's say, I'm trying to think out loud here, but neighbor, a friend, I mean, boundaries in a relationship that are poor will also poorly kind of tell somebody who you are. So the, it's communication and basically expectations if you don't have boundaries occur. So people expect you to do what they want to do. And at the end of the day, for a caregiver, the anthem is care expectations are always the seeds of resentment. Yeah, I was going to say another example of that, Ron, is we, we hear, especially around the holidays when um, there's one, for example, there's one primary caregiver in town. And then for the holidays, other family members come in town and have all sorts of thoughts and feelings and advice and suggestions and things that the caregiver should be doing. And we see caregivers sometimes struggle with those those boundary lines in, in times uh, in times like that. And then they fly and go home and they're back on, you know, the primary caregivers back on their own again. I want to come back to that in a moment. But first, for folks who may have just joined us, I want to let you know you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Tina Smith and Dr. Jamie Heisman. And we're talking about boundaries, especially in caregiving. But it also works in, in the workplace. It works with your kids. It works in your daily life. In fact, Dr. Jamie, if I understand you correctly, if we can understand and set boundaries, it makes life a lot smoother on every front. It does, Ron. And th listen, the pervasive issue is that most people have not really had, quote unquote, the healthy upbringing. What do I mean by that? <clears throat> Excuse me. All of us have narcissistic injuries, things that happen, adverse childhood experiences. Many of us grow up in conflict and fights, our parents or somebody arguing or divorce. If you grow up in a family that doesn't have boundaries, you probably never saw anyone model or teach healthy boundaries. So you end up having this kind of low self-worth, you end up people-pleasing, you know, without boundaries, you're trying to take care of everybody around you. You have more ambivalence in your decision-making. So it's like fear, ambivalence represents you're not really convinced that you know things are going to be that way so you kind of rely on other people and then you blame the other people and without with, with, when we don't model boundaries or see boundaries as a child it creates fear later and we don't even know what fear it's kind of a generalized fear because we're relying on as Blanche Dubois the kindness of strangers to help us navigate through life because we don't have anything within so bring it down to kids you and I both have young kids Tina has kids uh, how many times have you said no to your kid and the kid says, well, Johnny's mommy lets me do that? Yes. So sit with your child. Allow them to be their true self. Johnny's you know, mommy may allow that for sure. And listen to them. 
about their reality of life and and uh, realize that you know it is a form of self care to to have the boundaries for, for us that we have to be sure of our parenting there where that child says that and guilts us that we know the right way our values are right that we know we can help facilitate our children to create these realistic expectations and safety and understand that they are not Johnny, but more importantly, that the mother or father is not Johnny's mother or father, that they're grounded in boundaries. And then you have the grandparents who give in to everything. They do. And then I'm sure, Tina, you see this all the time in Caregiver SOS, is that these vessels or these jellos that we don't know what's going and that you have the grandparents, as you're saying, with the child or the parent or other people out there. All these people are going to try to people, please, uh, Ron. And we just have to know who we are. Like Metallica says, it's, it's a it's a great song. You know, uh, we always have to know who we are and, and that we're confident that it's OK. And we don't have to rely on others to to raise our children. Now, that requires a heavy duty load of being fair, consistent, available and putting your child's emotions possibly right in front, not putting them into timeouts and just holding them. But I think it works. That's the proper way to raise a child. You're not a believer in timeout. I'm not. I, I don't believe timeout's an easy way, I think, for parents to not acknowledge the authenticity of the child's emotions. So if the emotion if the child's crying because you didn't give them a cookie or the child's in terrible twos or threes, or they're just scared to death because they don't know what's going on around them, then putting them in timeout doesn't help them. When they emote or get authentic later, or try to get authentic later, they're gonna say, oh, I gotta look at the wall. So they're not going to do it. If you can hold them, go through the energy, or even yourself be fallible, a mistake maker, and show them that you can get through it, it's really more like life than staring at a wall or a corner. Well, we've reached the end of our time. We could do another take 20 just on time out, but our time is out. Dr. Jamie Heisman, thank you. Tina Smith, thank you. I'm Ron Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us on Take 10. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.